Patrick Antonian moved into Los Angeles at the age of two. Growing up in L.A. during the golden era surrounded him with the elements of hip-hop and also taught him the code of the street. He is still upholding the morals of a past generations while stepping into the new era. Over the years, Patrick Antonian has become a steeple in the underground hip-hop scene, steadily carving his own lane with raw lyrics and Los Angeles grimy beats. He is L.A.'s grimy street rap. Combining the fact that he is originally from and inspired by the West Coast, but was also inspired by artists from the East and South, really makes for an innovative sound and style of rap. Along with gaining the attention of new listeners, the music has also got the attention of some legends. Check for monster collaborations with artists like Raskas, Big Twins, Micah Nine, Freestyle Fellowship, AFRO, Ghostface Killer, Elda Sensei, and many more. His specialty interests, rapping, songwriting, music licensing, acting, music, musical performance, ghostwriting. With that being said, people, it is my pleasure to present to you Mr. Patrick Antonian in the building on Tigers 315 Radio. What's up, Mr. Patrick Antonian? What's happening? What up, what up, Venom? How's it going, man? It's good, brother. It's good. Thank you for being part of uh, Tiger Street 15 Radio and giving us this, granted us this interview with you. Hey, we're going to jump right in, man, because we heard your bio, man. Your bio is fire. So I got one question for you right off the top. My first right. question is, what first got you into music? I know it told you, you said that you started, you came to L.A. at the age of two. So since age of two, what got you really into music? Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of that goes, uh, the credit goes to my parents, man. So shout out to the folks. We, I grew up in a in a really big musical household, you know, since I was born. Um, and then even through the age of two, by age three or four, I was reciting different songs to my uncles and doing performances for my family and stuff. And, you know, mom's, mom's, uh, uh, she played a lot of R&B, old school classic R&B in the house, and and you know pops would play a lot of classical music and some operas, um, and then you know both of them would uh, would also play Armenian and Lebanese music in the house, which is originally where I'm from, so we had a lot of that culture in there too, and you know just music was in me, man, as a kid, and my, you know just like my mom, my mom loved to be on the dance floor at all times, like cutting the rug, you know. So man. I think uh, that original inspiration comes from, from my folks, man. Your household sound a whole lot like mine, man. You know, my parents played a whole lot of music in the household, and, you know, we used to get it in. I, I mean, morning, noon, and night playing music. So yeah. I feel you on that, man. I, you know, that's the music is the heartbeat of the soul, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It makes for a happy household, too, because no matter where you are, what you're doing, what the circumstances, when mom's in the kitchen cooking, playing music loud, and you're just running around getting the taste of whatever she's making off the stove, like, it's just a happy life, man, you know? Music you makes lying. life happy. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. I used to watch my mom. My mom be cooking stuff in the kitchen, man, and be bumping the music, and I was like, it, it sounds like she's making the music to the beat. 
right, right. <laughs> Mom's yeah. in there hitting the pots and pans on point, right? Right, right. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that, bro. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Amen. Yeah. All right, so we, I got another question for you. Uh, what inspired you to make music? Yeah, man, it was um, it was the culture, man. At the time, like you know, I was I was deeply immersed into the culture. I was a graffiti writer and a break dancer. You know, I used to break with a crew called Wicked Tribe, and uh, you know, we used to just be having music playing all the time. And it, it was, the culture was so strong at the time, man. And mixtapes were hot, and we'd just be all you know turned up listening to uh Friday Night Flavors and the Wake Up Show and getting all the new hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it was just, you know, an explosion of, of uh culture at the time. And uh you know, I used to practice yeah, I used to practice my graffiti styles writing like some of my favorite verses from like, you know, Ice Cube or Prodigy or whoever it may be and I'll just be practicing my hairstyles writing out their verses until, you know, one day I just started kind of writing my own stuff and and uh you know the homies would uh would push me into jumping into the ciphers when I wasn't really rapping at that time but um as soon as I did it just kind of came naturally and I knew that was where my home was at like it took me graffiti and breakdancing and you know being in the street and kind of going through what I went through until I found them seeing and, and you know as soon as I started I was like wow this this, this is where I belong kind of Man, you just took me back to my old 1580K day days, man. And the mixtapes okay. and everything. Yep. Man. That was that, yep. that was the life right there, man. I ain't going to lie. Staying up all night just, you know, to, to hear them get on the turntable. Yeah. yeah I, you know what I used to do is get, grab the tape recorder and start recording stuff and then pop up at school with that tape. And everybody's like, where are you getting these exclusives? I'm like, yeah. yeah I, I, know, hey, man. Not, I used to I'm do not giving thing. it up. I'm getting them off Chayday and, and uh, you know, Wake Up Show and, yeah. and putting the little. <laughs> man, shout out to K-Day, man. K-D-A-Y, man. That was our yeah, station, man. man. I mean, it's still the K Day, man. Don't 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 get into it. Yeah. We, I'm I'm old school. I I remember the old original 1580. Shouts out to the anniversary of 1580 K Day as well. On me, you know. So I think, um, you know, I I I started out doing graffiti and break dancing. That was you know well before ten, and we were break dancing the funk records and all kinds of stuff growing up. And, you know, those two elements kind of brought me around hip-hop and MCing. And uh, when we used to go to chill with the homies and, you know, do our little break practices, there always was an MC cypher on the side, and they'd be rapping, and they just kept telling me, Pat, come jump in the cypher, come jump in the cypher. And, uh, you know, I never did. I was like, nah, you know, graffiti is my thing, breakdancing is my thing, I'm not really an MC. Um, but one day I just decided to jump in there, man, and it came naturally to me. And I just, you know, from that point on, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start recording my own stuff. Um, I used to always practice, like, my graffiti style, my hand style on a paper, and I would write the lyrics of my favorite songs. So I'd be sitting there just, you know, tagging out all the lyrics to a Mob Deep song or something, just, just to practice my, my graffiti style. And eventually, then lyrics just kind of became my own. I started writing my own stuff. 
So, you know, the inspiration came from, from the elements and the, the, the time that we came from. Um, and, of course, just some of the OGs like Mob Deep, Wu-Tang, Ice Cube. I mean, these, these are my favorite rappers when I'm 10 years old. I'm, I, Ice Cube is my number one, you know. By the time I'm 15, I'm listening to Nas and, and Mob Deep a little bit from the east side. So I was kind of just putting all the elements together. So, you know, along with their inspiration and just kind of the fire of the spark of what was happening in the culture, man, it just kind of cultivated me to, to, to finally just try to write my own stuff. You know? That's what's up, man. Hey, that's a good yeah. thing. That is a very good thing, man. You you mentioned some greats, man. You know, Mob Deep, yeah, man, Ice Cube, man. My favorites. My <laughs> favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. My favorites. It goes all over the map for me, you know, because music is music. And just like you said, I, you grew up in your household listening to, like, eras of old stuff all the way into the new stuff, like, you know what I mean? We're st- we're still bumping all the originals, and and that's why I loved hip hop because it it you know it went back and sampled so many different genres of music that it almost just makes you into a music head, you know. And then you want to know where all that stuff comes from. And you right on that. That's you right on that, man. You right. Mm-hmm. Let me ask another question for you, man. Um, how would you even describe the music that you typically typically record? Uh, create, you know, like when you're in the lab and you just trying to put it down, pen and paper. Room. How do how do you how do you, what describe it? That's that's you know I I call it I call it Los Angeles grimy rap. You know what I mean? Cause that's my thing that I like to do. It, it took me a while to get there. Of course, I've you know as a musician or an MC, you want to swim around in different styles until you find your own voice. Uh, and then you know I started building on that. And uh, yeah, a lot of my favorite MCs just from from the from OG days are kind of like those in the pocket with the crazy rough beat. Like those those are my favorites. Like the Rockems, the Prodigies, the Nazis. You know the that kind of style. Just uh, I think you know even Cool G Rap being one of the first first that that did that you know so i think you know, that that led to my pattern eventually i got to give it up to the greats and stuff but yeah I, I feel like it's the los angeles version of that you know what i mean that grimy rap that you hear either you know the south got their own grime new york got their own grime and this is the la grime you know what i mean uh-huh. Hey, got nothing but foot, nothing but respect on that level, man. Cause hey, you mentioned my. I'm gonna tell you, my goat will and forever be Rakim. That's my goat. Yeah, man. I, you know, right. I mean, it's everybody yeah. I give respect to now, but my yeah. goat just by lyricism alone and his style and how he vocalizes his words and everything and how smooth yeah. it is. That's who it is, you know, and, and yeah, right. I've always, and, and when it comes to West Coast, you know, truth be told, and you, I know you can agree, we got some legendary West Coast hip-hop artists, okay, but it's always hard, or have you found that it's always hard to say, hmm, who is the top dog from the West Coast? I know for me, it's hard. And I know people say Tupac. I got mad love for Tupac. Yeah. You know, but you can't knock Ice Cube. You no, can't absolutely knock, not. 
you know, I mean, I mean, the Godfather is Ice T. You know, you gotta yeah. pay respect to that. But we've had so many artists that didn't get their major shine. So, in your right. perspective, as far as you call grimy rap, grime, is it grimy rap, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Who is the top dog for grimy rap? Is it you? Is it someone else? Or who is in that category that you would say, it's us five, we, we are it? Uh, hmm, you mean just from anywhere? Right, from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing is a lot of the, the West Coast stuff I might categorize as gangster rap, you know what I mean, which which stems, it, it kind of plays a role in it. But I think a lot of the, the grimy rap was, you know, a New York thing, like New York grimy rap, you know, and it was the Mob Deeps and the, who else was on that level really? I mean, not, on some newer stuff nowadays, you got the Griselda cats and stuff. But, okay. you know, from back in the day, you had the Infamous and you had, like, the Cool G raps. Right. These were, like, you know, New York grimy rap. And I, I think that that had a lot of influence on me. But, you know, being that I'm originally from the West, I grew up in the West with the with the West culture and, you know, the background of, of what musically happened on the West, it, it became a combination of the two. So, you know, as there's, yeah, there's a lot of grimy street cat raps out there, but, you know, there's, and I listen to everything. There's polished rap, there's gangster rap, there's, you know, trap stuff. There's there's all kinds of, of different subgenres out there nowadays, but I feel like it is L.A.'s version of of, like, the early 90s to to late 90s grimy rap that was coming out of New York. Okay, gotcha. So um, let me ask you, what was your first song that you put together, that you produced? Hmm. Officially, yeah, I was in the group. Back in 2004, I put together my first EP, um, there's a number number of songs on there, but I did produce. Um, I mean, the beats were done by my homeboy Beirut, and we co-produced the whole thing together. Um, that was kind of my entry point. But the the most memorable one, I would say, is my my earliest single, my very first single that I, I feel like kind of um, you know crossed the line for me was uh, called Elite Year. It's a single featuring the legendary Raz Cash. Shout out to Raz. That's my good homeboy. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the first song that we did together that I released officially, and it kind of, you know, had some traction and started picking up. Right, right. Um, and, that, yeah, that was a collaborative effort between me, Arctic Love, and Raz, and we all kind of came together and, and produced and put together the whole shit. Yeah, shout out to Raz Cash, man. Shout out to Raz Cash. That's what's up. Hey, um, yeah, man. So Good we people. have one of your joints here that we want to play. Uh, let me see here. We got... Um, well, we got the bat. Well, we got up first here. Let's see here. Which one am I going to pick? I think... Let me make sure. Hold on one second. I had it all ready to go. And then... Oh, there it is. Right in front of me. Okay. So we got um, 
how about we start out with Beautiful Ugly? Alright. Okay. Yeah, man, that's yeah, that's probably one of my favorite joints in the catalog. <laughs> All right, let's get it in. Here we go. This is Beautiful yeah. Ugly by Mr. Patrick Antonian. Let's get it. Yeah. Life is short. Future doesn't come with any guarantees. You want something in life, you gotta go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a beautiful place. He back to come running, dang, half hide in the hunger pain, stand beside him in judgment day. Covered up the truth, swept away slave ships of the innocent. Ain't shit changed, the same shit stayed maleficent. Pandemonium, Afro back with Patrick Antonian, half plutonium as a blast gas of Babylonians. Hollywood hell, hollow will follow evil, they head on. Hollow be thy name, people want to see they let wrong and stuck on sarcasm and an attempt at humor. Whether we all spasm or invent a new ruler, but that would never happen. All hate, no lovey-dovey. Trapped in this world is beautifully ugly. Such a beautiful place with an ugly world. Yeah. Yeah. We do whatever it takes, man. Respect this earth. Blurred lines, the good, the bad, and the ugly. A bird needs to fly, remove the cord and unplug me. Such a beautiful place with a lonely world. Patrick Antonian. Afro. This is Tigress 315 Radio. We're bringing you some of the hottest music on the internet. From mainstream, old school to indie artists. We need your support. Press that follow button. Press that like button. Share with a friend. Catch the vibe with us. Calling all musical enthusiasts. 
indie lovers and groove seekers. Brace yourself for a sensational musical journey like no other. Tigers 315 Radio proudly presents L-I-V-E Live, the ultimate platform showcasing the brightest talent from indie music scene. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You're on Tigris 315 Radio. That was Patrick Antonian featuring Afro in the building. Man, hey, that was that was a hot hey. single, man. I was, hey, what, what, what brought that single to mind, you know, hey. to come into play? Man, I, you know, I, it was a thought that I had, and, I, and the, the title came to me, Beautifully Ugly, you know, the duality of life, how, how life is such a beautiful you know, uh, presence, but at the same time, it's an ugly place because of the world and the confines of what we live in. And uh, I was just kind of, you know, building up that idea, man. And my boy Mikey uh, got connected with Afro. Shout out Mikey. He called me and was like, man, I think you guys are sound ill together on the track. And, you know, me and Afro connected and talked and seen that, you know, we get along. Because, you know, it, it's very important to me also to work with people that I feel like I, I could be real friends with, you know what I mean? Like people I actually get along with. So, you know, no, no random collabos. So that, and it just worked out that way. And I, and I recorded the idea and sent it to him. He was filming it and he dropped a 16 on it and sent it right back, man. You kind of produced went by right Beirut. In, Shout out Beirut. All right, you kind of went right yeah. in the direction I was hoping you would go, cause that led up to my next question, man. It's like almost uh-huh. like you're in my notes right now. All right, so here, here's here's a question at at as an MC. Seriously, let's okay. we're gonna put this in a two part question: past and present, or even future. Okay, okay? three part. Okay, right. if you were to collaborate with someone from the past, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a I good one. I you with some good ones, man. Yeah, man. That's a stumper right there because there's just so many. But, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the little kid in me is, is still yelling out Ice Cube at me, you know? Okay. That, that's good. <laughs> That hey, would be amazing. That would be. I mean? but, yeah. yeah. Also, I'd love, you know, Prodigy. Definitely, mm-hmm. I'd love to do a song with Prodigy. Um, yeah, that's past, I guess. Yep, that Put is. me on the spot. Those are the two best answers I can come up with right now. I, I, I ain't mad at you on either one of those answers right there. You good, brother. All right, All right let's yeah. go. Um, if you had to collaborate in the present, like this time, Right now, I know you mentioned yeah. a couple of couple of some several artists already, but who who would you stick with those as well, or would somebody else in the present come to mind? Yeah, I mean, man, I, I would I would really love to do a, a song with RZA. Okay, that would be yeah, yeah but also Alchemist. You know what oh, I mean? Another one. one of my favorite producers of all time. So, yeah, for as far as present, that would be ill. Getting a single with Alchemist and Marissa would be crazy. Hey, so let's go future. Okay, so I'm gonna change the question up just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, here's my question. 
if you were to open up a show for any artist and they gave you the opportunity, if you were going to rock the mic, they're calling you. Who's the one artist that you would love to just get on the, on the stage and they say, open up for us? Who is it? Wow. Kendrick, Who is Kendrick, it? maybe. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick. Ah, that's a, hey, man, that would be dope. Yeah. That would be, that, my present, that would be amazing to do a collab on the YouTube, but I don't know okay. we off that. But, yeah, definitely, uh, he's probably my, one of my favorites, man. And it just, you know, every so often you get an artist that transcends time, age, race, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the Tupac of his era. I think Kendrick is that of his era is the one that kind of just came through and transcended it all, man. Yeah, he did. You did. I, I re- much respect to Kendrick Lamar, man. Much respect. Um, and, and you know, and that's another Compton boy right there. I'm from Compton. Hometown so shit. Oh, where? Hometown yeah. shit. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like All right. Yeah. Let's see here. So, um, I'm gonna hit you off with another another track that you got here, and let's see right. which track is this one here. Um, let's. Let's go. We're going to save your newest one for last. So let's go with Space Killers featuring Micah 9. Let's get okay. that in here. And then we got a couple of questions on that. Go. Hey, yo, first off, don't front like you hustle, get in your work off. These L.A. players run the field like Clay Kershaw. Yeah. Bitch, you're packing the trap and then skirt off. And if the fans get close, throw them a curveball. Yeah. Flood the district, invite non-swimmers for visits. We all drown in our own mystic reflection. Statistic version of narcissistic depression. The metaphysics of the soul fighting off the tension. Kill Everything in threes like Tesla. Nikolai, you won't survive a bright pressure. That's LA, we dare you to act extra Shooters aligned, secure the block like Tetra Swinging through the motions, time in its pendulum It's evident that something so important takes precedence But it seems you way out of your element And I'm the veteran of the way for the next intelligence Uh, uh
tobacco plants. Pacalolo, burning the branch, hitting more slopes than an avalanche. Hope he has a chance when it's said and done, bro. Candy dancing to the setting sun, where the West is still one in the best moments just to come. You are tuned in to Tigers 315 Radio. We are not your average music station. We are bringing you a variety of shows. We have The Chill Zone, Central Seductions, The Basement, Lyrics and Versified Entertainment, The Flavor. All it is with your hosts, Venom and Tigers. Follow us for show times and more information. Yeah, right. that was Antonian, Patrick Antonian featuring Micah 9 in the building. Hey, man, yes, I got to ask you a question on that one, man, because that was some bars yeah. up in there, man. There was some bars up in there. So right. what brought that one together with Micah 9? Uh, yeah, man, again, a lot of times Space Killers was like a, an idea that I had, mm-hmm. and uh it originally was just going to be, you know, kind of wreck rhyme. you just killing space, killing space and time, and just come with some bars. But it, it started, as I started writing it, it formulated more and more kind of into what, what it is now. And then uh, my man, Ja Blues, uh, got me in touch with Mike and Nine. He's the one that also produced the track. And, uh, you know, on some legendary West Coast, I always wanted to uh, work with Micah. And he was uh, uh, very gracious and amazing and came through and laced it up, man. Man, that's big, man. I mean, I, I was just thinking about it when I was listening to that one. It, you're very diverse with your style, which is great yeah. in hip-hop. You know, it's great to be an MC. If you, if you have one kind of style, though, it's, it, you're not long to just do things, you know, to, to stay in the game. Um, right. but when you diverse, man, that that's what takes you to a higher plateau, and I I salute and you on that. Versatility. That's and right. That's right. Thank you. So, so, I so, let so, the beat I, talk to me. <laughs> that's right. The music hey, talks let, to me. Tells me what to do. <laughs> that's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. All right. So let me ask you another question here. What is one message that you would give to any of your listeners, your fans, about? the music business. Mm. Uh, I would say to let your inhibitions go. Mm. I think there was a lot of times that I hesitated on moves because I put too much thought into it, but you just got to go for it. And that's the biggest thing. is If you believe in your heart, what you're doing is, is you know, it's real and it's giving you happiness and stress relief or whatever it may provide for you, then just jump into the deep end. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, that's some good advice. Yeah, go with your gut. Trust your gut, yeah. you know? Yeah, trust your gut. That's a big one, man. That's the intuition. Like, so many times, that you know, afterwards, you know, after all these years, you learn, like, you know what? I need to trust my intuition because most of the time, that's the only way to go. That's good, man. That's 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 a real life lesson right there. That's a real life lesson. Trust your gut. All right, so I got one more. I got another question for you, man. You rolling? You rolling? All right. So, um, you know, I uh, we've heard your tracks. 
you know, we got one more, your final big track coming up here. But before we get to that, I want to know, and I know a lot of the audience and people listening around would want to know, where have you performed and what's your favorite venue to perform at? Oh, yeah, man. We've, um, you know, we've been lucky enough to bless some of the, the legendary stages in L.A. So my very first show was at the Whiskey at Dogo, wow. which, you know, that is uh, legendary amongst the 70s rock scene with the doors and everything. So that was a, that was a, a pleasure. Uh, we've done House of Blues, you know, that, that before the, the L.A. location was closed in Hollywood on Sunset. Um, we've done the Garden Grove Amphitheater. Okay. Um, and then, you know, a bunch of, of local hip-hop steeple spots like Temple Bar and dope dope energy spots that have been here in L.A. for a long time holding it down. So uh, we've, we've been blessed to travel a bit, too, and do a little bit of uh, performances out of state and stuff. But I, I would say to this point, a lot of my, my favorites would be uh, some of the festival joints because the energy is raw and there's a lot of people um, and we always we always perform. I mean, we always enjoy performing at the uh, the House of Blues. Of course, the energy is crazy in there too. Yeah, see um, the House of Blues, they right up on you too, boy. They right there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Can, you can feel that energy. Yeah, that's that's for sure. All right, so let me ask two more questions real quick here. What's the best yeah. advice that you have been given? Hmm. The best advice that I have been given. Probably just to always have uh, your paperwork ready. So, you know, on the creative side, we've had a lot of amazing things, but a lot of, you know, a lot of my friends and people that I know that are in the game is always telling me just to work the music, you know. So I thought we've been placing more music on TV and, and moving around in that way. So, you know, I think that was, that was a important piece to it because you want to have something to reinvest in, in your music, you know. Uh-huh. So, gotcha. it's a pretty good one, I guess, off the off the cuff. That's what's coming to mind right now. Is just make sure that you know you got your ASCAP, your BMI, whatever um, royalty company you like to work with, and just try to work the music and and have your paperwork ready. Right. Uh, what label are you signed to right now? So, uh, well, I'm not signed to a label, but we have a family label. It's, it's a group of brothers. We about nine, ten folks. We're called WCK Records. We move as a unit. It's West Coast Creations. So uh, those are my, my brothers in this music thing right now. We got, we've been building a label for four or five years. You know, so Originally my homeboy Johnny's idea. Um, and, uh, you know, as he went along, uh, he just started adding more and more people to the team. And I was, uh, I was blessed to be one of the early members, you know, three, four years ago. I was the third or fourth member to be kind of part of this, 
you know, independent movement that we got going on right now in the West. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the brothers, and you know, we rep man West Coast Creations Records, man. That's good, man. So y'all heard it, Patrick Antonian. Hey, he's he's out there. He's a free agent still. He's on a independent label, so y'all need hey the man who got skills on the mic. Final question for you, brother. Final question. What's next yes, for sir. Patrick Antonian? What is the next thing for man, Patrick I'm, Antonian? I'm super excited, man. We have a new project. It's called Saving Apologies, and it's produced by my homeboy Ken Barbie um, and mixed and mastered by Seagal. They, they are family. They come by, by way of the family of Cypress Hill. Oh, um, so okay. Seagal has mixed and mastered some of the... Um, greatest records to be released, including all the Cypress Hill joints, the um, Eminem show, Outkast, Anconia. So he's he's uh, a craftsman when it comes to mix and mastering. And uh, Ken Barbie is the producer on it. I'm the MC on it. And uh, we got shout-out again, Razkaz on the single. Um, that is to be dropped in 2024, and uh, that's what's next on the on the menu, man. And we're really excited to get that one out. It's, it's coming in March of 2024. Big ups, man. Big ups to that. Hey, man, listen. This has been a great time together, man, doing this interview, man. I got a favor to ask you, man. It was my mistake. So before we close yeah. out, because we're going to have to edit one little part here, but I'm going to just edit this at the end. Before we close mm-hmm. out, we're going to redo the intro again because that's the part that didn't uh, catch the intro and your bio and the first question. Okay. So we could just right, replay bet. that and redo it again, like take two. Okay? So, but All we're right. going to continue and go right into your final song. Your final song here, which is, you mm-hmm. know, a fire song, man. I was like listening to it. Check it out. And yeah. shout out to Miss Cece. You know, out there who... Yeah, Miss Cece. We love yeah. you, Cece. <laughs> Shout out to Cece, man. She the one, she was putting you on game. Like, you got to get this dude in. I was like, well, tell him let's do it. And so, hey, it was a pleasure. It, man. And y'all. It was pleasure. a pleasure, man. And listen, this, I'm going to let you introduce, what is the title of the song that we're going right. to do with Medusa? Go right ahead. Medusa. Yeah, this, this right here is the single to me and Medusa, the Gangster Goddess. We got a, a new project called 3 by 3 The Age of the Pisces. Out now, this is the single right here called Warning Shots. And the video is out now. It's shot by Guap City, released through WCK Records, my family. And uh, this is Warning Shots, Patrick Antonian featuring Medusa from the OG Project Blow. Man. Let's get it. We need to go down in the dirt when we end up on your turf. People be like, This is all we work. Just a little bit of trump on the first. And we be like, When we see a big hater with the curb, we can run up in the spot. Home and be like, Yeah, no one is shot. Talk right off top. I can't believe the lies that they idolize. In the personal list, they've been itemized. My pain was caused by so-called ride or die. That's where the problem lies. I was hurt, but the wounds have been cauterized. Till I find a new tune, get a leg of life, and we can harmonize. Grab a tool, set up merch on a hater's turf. Listening to death tones, playing time and eyes. We taking over, say the dates in the almanac. Digging through 30 crates for them artifacts. Why sell? Cause some fly as hell. Still divorce, fear, serious, cause a terminal heart attack. Picture packing, I'm posted at a wrist stop. Knuckles in the dirt, you can still see the wrist. Why? Music is a 
drug and we selling them packs for big knots, boy, right off top. We need to go down in the dirt when we end up on your turf. We be like, this is all we work, levels in the dirt, pump full of merch, and we be like, when we see a big hater with the crowd, when you run up in the spot, when we be like, no one is shot, right off top. Consider this a vaccine, second dose, we gonna call it ayahuasca. Keeping me not knowing or knowing if I'm in hella high me, I don't swim, I'd rather dip in something cha Sail from the jungles in L.A. to the Qatar's Cop a couple of beignets in our Malta The next day, you gotta stay with continuous club dates Get my paper late, I'm Lauren Hill and I'm making them wait Or I got them littles with the scalp tickets at your front gate With the merch, properly showcased Yeah, it's your side piece with a side dish Delivering my hot plate Girt's all businesses to promote on Word of Mouth and Tigers 315 Radio. Tune into our show and on our streaming sites. Help us support the arts and entrepreneurs. Follow us for more and share with an upcoming artist or a small business owner. Let's network. I got to ask you this question, yeah. man. I got to ask you this question. What brought that song with Medusa about? Uh, this one, this was, uh, this was her brainchild, really. We wrote the whole project together, which I love. I always prefer to do that. So we went into the studio together to write everything together. She, um, that hook just came to her, and she she is crazy in the studio. It's so dope to work with. Um, glad a good energy, and that's produced by Nino Bay. She's got a lot of dope energy too, and does a lot of the production and live instruments. So we just sat there together and brainstormed, and she she came up with that hook, and it was warning shots. We were you know talking about merch and just a whole bunch of different things that we were planning on doing together, and how our personal things were going, and then she just came in, you know talking about the merch and like kind of just incorporating whatever she was thinking. Um, and then, yeah, we, we built off that. So. Man, look, y'all got a banger on that one, man. I, I'm, I, I, if you don't mind, I want to use it on, on our radio show. when We're we going to play it on our indie show as well, man, because we're going to get do. you going. We're going to get you That's out there, love. man. Please do. We appreciate yeah, that, because, man. Uh, people got to know who Patrick Antonian is, man. And and look, man. Right. Um, here's the thing I, w- I would I would love for you to um, to do for us. We are Tigers Three One Five Radio. Tell everybody who we are, mm-hmm. man. And and then look. That's right. We we gonna pump you up. You pump us up. We can work it out. And if you got anybody else, man, that's an indie artist, I'd like to have an interview. And, we, you know, once we put it all together, we're going to send this off to you. Then we're going to broadcast it on the shows. Um, listen, right. man, it's been a pleasure, a real pleasure to talk to somebody from the West Coast, man, who, you know, can speak on it, man. You know, you, you spoke well, on man. it today. So I appreciate Respect, you, brother. Man. I really do. 
Likewise, man. It's my pleasure. Are you tired of the same old mainstream tunes dominating the airwaves? Well, it's time to break free from the ordinary and immerse yourself in a refreshing soundscape of originality, creativity, and raw talent. Join us every Wednesday for our promotional extravaganza where we put the spotlight on the incredible indie music artist that makes our heart skip a beat. Are you ready for a transformation that's good for your body and the planet? Introducing First Fitness Nutrition, the revolutionary plant-based weight loss program that's changing lives. Our program supports healthy blood sugar levels, helps slow down digestion, and targets thermogenic fat burning. With First Fitness, you'll experience a healthier you in no time. It's not just a weight loss program. It's a lifestyle change for a better you and a better world. Start your journey to a healthier, more vibrant you with First Fitness Nutrition today. Visit our website, https colon slash slash uf2k.firstfitness.com. Let's work together and achieve the transformation you've always dreamed of.